I'm almost 50 years old, born and raised in Alberta. Worked in the Alberta news environment, if you want to call it that, for for well over 25 years now. And for as long as I can remember, we've talked endlessly in this province about how important it is to diversify our economy. And over that time, we've had government after government after government talk about it and not really see a whole lot of advancement. It hasn't really happened to any large degree. That's not to say there aren't some amazing entrepreneurs in these parts who are are doing great things. The tech sector, as we know, is really emerging. On the government level, we have seen both the federal and provincial governments, um, you know, talk about some new endeavors around hydrogen and nuclear. So we are seeing some progress, but uh, clearly we can be doing more. And there are some emerging industries we are in a perfect position to capitalize on. I'd like to take some time and talk about them. There are some barriers to the success that we need to deal with, and there's been a major setback for one of these industries in our province. Allison Amateur is the board chair of the Plant Protein Alliance. She joins us now to tell us about an industry that is really, really taking off globally, um, but maybe not so much in our province. Allison, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Shay. Thank you. Um, okay, let's start just uh, by letting everybody know what the Plant Protein Alliance is. What are we talking about? Well, you know, you nailed it in your opener. There was a group of us about four or five years ago that said we could do so much more with adding value in this province to what we are growing. And really what we need to do is organize so that the ecosystem will be able to uh, coordinate and know who is who, work with the government, work with regulations, work uh, with upside and downside supply chain, and and help everybody to build. So we started out because of what you talked about. We can diversify and really grow Alberta's economy through what we're already growing a lot of in this province, which is uh, pulses, canola, wheat, barley, hemp, oats. Etc. Etc. Now, when we talk about plant protein, uh, what I'm, you know, and just because of the the media marketing, it seems to be that you know plant based meat replacements and all the rest of these things are everywhere these days. Is that primarily what we're talking about? That opportunity, that emerging market. You know, that is one part of it, but it's a bit of a misnomer. We should be calling ourselves Plant Based Food Alliance in a lot of ways because we're also looking at the uses for starch, the uses for fiber, the non-food uses such as health or beauty aids or pharmaceuticals or bioindustrial. There are so many opportunities to add value to what we are growing rather than just loading it all in a rail car and shipping it off to someone else to add value to it. So this has been your focus for a few years in Alberta now, trying to get uh, everybody on board and sort of, you know, build a network and uh, and a supply system and everything like that. But a major setback for you, the province has pulled your funding, right? Yeah, unfortunately, because we're a relatively emerging industry and uh, we, we need core funding, and so the government had recognized that and had given us some working capital for core funding for three years. And this year, although they, they told us we had it in March, they pulled it on the last day of the fiscal, on March 31st. So what does this mean for your group? We, we had made it very clear, without core funding, we have to begin a shutdown. Uh, we have some membership funding. We have a a great membership of about 150 different companies and organizations in the sector, but we obviously can't charge a lot to each member or we would have no members. (laughs) So our our membership funding uh, helps us with a few things, but 
but without core funding, we can't continue. And if we can't continue, there's no one left that's really building that ecosystem in Alberta. It means uh, companies and so on are are having to do all their own connections or, you know, kind of operating in a vacuum. So tell us a bit more about the work that you were doing and what you were focused on and how it's helping people involved in this industry. Just give me a little clarity around that. Okay. So it, our mandate, our mantra has been connect, learn, share. We We don't actually do the work ourselves, but we connect with the people who are doing it. So, for example, a processing company needs to be connected to toll chain uh, providers, to supply people, to uh, downstream buyers, to investors, uh, maybe angel, maybe venture capital, maybe banks, uh, maybe to people that help with business plans. There's, There's maybe people doing research. There's so many different aspects. It's, it's far more than just go and build a plant and get up and running. And our role was connect all the different parts of the ecosystem together, uh, share the learning. We shared uh, what was going on both provincially, nationally, and even internationally. So everybody was far more informed. And uh, we did a lot of of learning when we could do it in person. It was through conferences and uh, networking sessions, and since COVID, we've gone to a lot more webinars where people will say, you know, what they learn is important, whether it was fractionation, financing, whatever, but who they who they meet mm-hmm. is critical. The yeah. networking. Yeah. You can't put a price on networking, but it is so... This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Valuable. Now, this market, as we say, uh, it continues to be growing. Uh, you know, we hear more and more about it every day. Are there other provinces that are in a position to capitalize more so than Alberta? Are things happening in our neighbors' jurisdictions that we're missing out on? Yeah, unfortunately, I wouldn't say they're in a position to capitalize. I would say that they are taking advantage of the position to capitalize. Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba really are the provinces that are are set for the most growth because we grow this product. We have the the electricity, the water, the people. We have everything we need. But whereas Saskatchewan and Manitoba have put both words and funding behind their intention to grow the industry, um, we're, we're not getting enough of either from our government. And the lack of that telegraph signals to industry that we really don't want to send. <laughs> we want to send this great big, Alberta's open for business, come on, we'll do anything we can to help you, which is, is what PPAA has been trying to do. And by the government stopping funding us, 
and not sending out that huge, yeah, we see the opportunity message, uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba will eat our lunch if we're not careful. Um, you know, in response to media requests about this, and you know, what was the reasoning? The government has said, you know, they funded this program. I think it's about eight hundred k over the past few years. So it's a fair chunk of change. And, you know, they say we just went through a pandemic. The deficits are soaring. We do need to make cutbacks here. So they're saying that, you know, I mean, you can see their argument, right? They can't give money to every interest group out there. Yeah, and I I hear what they're saying. I mean, the funding sounds like more until you break it down and and you try and run an organization on $250,000 a year. We've been very, very lean. We we don't have a head office or anything, volunteer board, the whole bit. But it's more than that. If the government was doing what we were doing, there would be no need for us. And if that was the case, the industry would not be in an uproar that we're not being funded. We're we're getting letters of support not just daily, it's almost hourly from all of the different companies because no one else is doing it. So I understand what the government's saying, but by the same token, nobody is doing it and it's not enough to just um, stop funding it. There needs to be something doing this and, and frankly, it's not happening. Okay, let me play devil's advocate here for just a minute. You've been operating for three years. And um, you're pointing out several instances where Alberta is lagging behind, and clearly we are. So uh, does the alliance have some responsibility? Can the government make a case to say, well, you've been doing this for three years and we haven't really made a lot of headway. Why do we keep throwing money into this? Maybe there's a better way of doing it. Well, and I, I would tell you, the government is not saying that. And we won't have to look hard to to hear what we have accomplished in a very short time from a startup organization uh, we were integral in bringing a major international protein conference uh, that in 2019 held half its conference in Calgary and half in Saskatoon. First time it had ever been out of Lille, France, and uh, Bridge to Food was operating here. Uh, we had two members of our board that were integral in getting the supercluster funding for Protein Industries Canada because we went and, and we said, look, this is a huge opportunity for the prairies. We, we worked on the LOI and we got it. So even those two wins were huge. But beyond that, uh, we, we've said it's like a snowball that has been growing in Alberta, that PPAA has been rolling and rolling and rolling, and we were just getting over the crest of the hill and going down. There, we've had tremendous success. I, even the government will tell you we've had success. Okay. The other question I have is, you know, if it, if it is doing such a great job for these, um, you know, these companies and these producers and things like that, is there a, any discussion at all about self-funding? I mean, if, it, if it's that beneficial to them and it opens up the market and it makes um, what they're trying to do so much better, is there not some motivation there for them to make sure this organization doesn't go away and to foot the bill on their own? You know, we'd, we'd dearly love to see that. And because our industry is still as young as it is, it's not going to happen with self-funding. We do not have large enough players and enough of them for that to happen yet. I see that 10 years down the road uh, when we have a lot more players uh, up and running in Alberta. But at this point, we, we simply don't have the system built up to that point. That's the ideal, though, Shay. I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't want this to always have to be a government-funded yeah. thing. No. Okay, so at, at this point in time, the, the Plant Protein Alliance is, is done? 
it shut down, and uh, is that is that the end of the story, or may we see this reemerge down the road? Is there talks with the government and self-funding and things like that? Is this something that could return someday? Right now, we're in shutdown mode. I, I can tell you if the government turned around today and said, okay, we changed our mind. Um, and if we are all so passionate about the industry, we would say, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but without funding, uh, we, you know, we, we cannot do it. I, we compare it often to the oil and gas industry 50, 60 years ago in Alberta that really needed both some government support and some core funding to, to get off the ground and become more than it was. And I think we're in the same place today. We just we need both the words and the funding to really get Alberta off the ground. Uh, thank you so much for joining me this morning, Allison. I really appreciate it and giving us a little insight into the situation you're dealing with right now. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Shay. Thank you. That is Allison Amateur, who is the board chair of the Plant Protein Alliance in Alberta. What do you think?